are listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast with Mark Alden Taylor. Hi, welcome to another edition of the Freeform Rock Podcast, and today we have live from New York, Lee Gershman. What's up, Lee? Hey, how you doing, Ed? <laughs> I thought I was Don Pardo. Oh, um, pardon my Pardo, um, Mr. Donnie, but... <laughs> But no, I'm 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 doing all right. I'm kicking back, and I was looking at all the girls in Columbia University, and I was so tempted to take pictures of all of them. But I, you know, like after a while, they might get suspicious when I keep following them for hours down the down the campus. So I have to kind of pretend like I'm not following them, and and they've been cool. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, where's my... Well, I just want... Why is my microphone really low? That's what I want to know. Hold maybe on. If, maybe if you put it up on your chin. I don't know, but it's not really... I, there, I have to oh, hold it. I don't know why my microphone is really low now today. Now you're shouting at me, buddy. Oh, I'm sorry. It's No, it's okay. I like I like to be awake, especially <laughs> when I do your podcasts. Oops, sorry. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well... Before we get into this podcast, we're going to do 1974's Jefferson Starship Dragonfly. But before yeah. we get into this, there's a lot of freaking shit going on in the world today. Uh, I don't know if you heard about Vegas. 58 people have lost their lives from a madman shooting from the Mandalay Bay Hotel. I'm not going to say his name. He doesn't need any freaking recognition. Even though he killed himself, that little pussy. Fuck, this yeah. pisses me off. For one thing, I had two friends at that show, country concert, and one of them got shot and killed. And I worked Man. with this person for over 10 years, and I'm really pissed. Man. That's, you know, it's like, um, it's this stupid gun culture where it's like people, I mean, it's okay to protect yourself with firearms, but when people start thinking that they're in some weird video game or, or like the world's a horrible place and you need to shoot people, that's just screwed up, you know? And um, I don't know where the hell he was or what that guy was doing, but sometimes I think people need to be checked. Like if they're starting to act a little bit nutty and, and getting these weird ideas, sometimes, you know, you need to have kind of a person just walk up to you say hey are you okay are you are you going to be someone who's going to go off on a weird killing spree or you know i mean sometimes you know people have to have to be on their guard and watch out a little bit if if there's crazies because you know um a lot of people just will like walk by if they hear someone screaming and yelling but you know, it's like most of the time it's just screaming and yelling, but once in a while it could be someone ready to do violence. And sometimes there has to be someone to just go and say, hey, knock it off. You're ruining the flow. You know, we're all having a good time here. Quit your shit or go in the park by yourself where no one can hear you. But don't don't cause us any harm. We're not doing nothing to you. Sometimes stuff needs to be said, you know. I think. Yeah, but this is this is kind of bullshit, man. If you want to kill yourself, if you want to kill people, just kill yourself, man. 
Don't fucking yeah. go out there with a gun and freaking take out every fucking 58 people. What the fuck? You know, this yeah. is bullshit. Yeah. And then, and then freaking to add on to my fucked up day, freaking I've already had three whiskey sours, man, because this day is fucking shit. You know, yeah. I'm glad I have God. I'm glad I have Jesus. But fuck, sometimes you just need some alcohol. Yeah. Fuck, man. This is bullshit. Fucking Tom Petty was found freaking full cardiac arrest in his house today. And freaking they oh, took him off life support, and I hear he's fucking dead right now. Oh, man. Like, that, that dude, sucks. that, that, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, his band has given me so much joy throughout the years. I bonded with my mom. I saw Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers six times with her, and one with my, one of my good brothers, Tim Newbold. We saw them. Oh, okay. Freaking, I saw him so many times, and my mom loved, my mom is dead, rest in peace also. But fucking, that right. was great memories with him, man. He yeah. never, he never gave in to the record company pressure. He did what the fuck he wanted, and fuck yeah. this sucks, man. I wanted to see him at the Hollywood Bowl, and I missed the show, and now I'm fucking never gonna see him again. Yeah. Well, um, there, there will still at least, hopefully, there might be some music that has yet been released that they can maybe release and and. You know, we can still watch his videos and keep his memory alive, you know? And I love Tom Petty. You know, one of the great artists out there that that just did what he wanted to do and freaking and survived, yeah. you know? Oh, yeah. I remember when he first came out. I hadn't heard much of him then, but everybody had. And this was maybe when I was a teenager, but... But he was like the new thing. He was like, man, Tom Petty, you know, a lot of the girls had Tom Petty shirts and stuff. And it's like you either had the Tom Petty album or you had the shirt or you had the poster or something. But this was back when they did um, like the Damn the Torpedoes album and stuff like that. Oh, that's a great album, man. I, I've never heard a bad Tom Petty album solo or with the Heartbreakers. He made oh, yeah. great music. Even people bitched about the last DJ because he was bitching about how music went down and how freaking the DJs don't play what they want to play anymore. I thought that yeah. album was brilliant. I heard, um, is that the one where the songs say, like, I think some, like, Mr. DJ, you're not playing my song or something. I, I forget, but it was like, it was like songs where instead of regular lyrics, it was like he was talking about um, a studio where crap happened and people didn't get their songs heard. And, and and it was so like a storyteller type of album. Was that it? Yeah, he was like playing like uh, uh, like the song. He goes, there goes the last DJ who plays what oh, he wants I, to play. Says I think I he heard that on... Say, hey, hey, hey. Yeah, I, I heard... I, I, I heard him do a concert of that album on like PBS on television and I really dug it I thought it was a really good album and I didn't get the album but I mean I should because I liked that album that is a great album dude I'm telling you that, that was a really good album I love that album and it was yeah. just people just say oh he's bitching and whining and shit no fucking he was telling the truth man 
You yeah. Know, it's like freaking DJs play off a fucking, what, playlist now. They don't play shit. They don't break new bands anymore. They don't do this crap. And freaking yeah. Tom Petty was talking about Jim Ladd. Have you ever heard of Jim Ladd? Yeah. Jim Ladd? Yeah. Now he's fucking stuck on Sirius XM doing his shit on Sirius XM because the station out here, KLOS, fucking canned him because he wouldn't play the fucking playlist. Huh. Wow. Yeah, well, he, he was, I think, like an old DJ from a long time ago. I remember him. Yeah, I he's still heard. on... He's on Sirius XM right now with... Um, on that freaking uh, fucking what's that? I forgot the channel he's on, but fuck, he kicks yeah. ass, man. He play, wow, he's yeah. The, he's the master of the segue. You know, he can oh, freaking okay. talk political shit and segue into a door song, a freaking rush song. He just oh yeah. segues, man. He's like the master. Wow, he's yeah. on deep tracks. I just remember deep tracks on Sirius XM. If you guys want to, okay, listen. that's cool. I I'll I'll check him out. Yeah, he's freaking Monday through Friday. I think he's fucking awesome. I love yeah. He says his catchphrase was "Lord have mercy." <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into this album that you picked, 1974, uh-huh. Jefferson Starship Dragonfly. So why did you pick yeah. this album, Lee? It's because I thought, well, I wanted to have you hear some that back when I first heard it back in '74. I was about. Well, if it was 1974, I was probably about seven, because my birthday um, would have been... No, wait. Um, 1974, I would have been eight. And um, this this album was like, when I first heard it, I had a friend named Cosmo, and his dad had the album, and he played it, and I was like, you know, the the guitars sounded like... like flying saucers the the keyboards everything it was like a science fiction thing it was like totally new sounding and 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 it's an album that i thought damn you know they don't really do stuff like that anymore and and i wanted to have you be able to um i wanted to share that that feeling with you so that you would know what that kind of music was like yeah, I, I like Jefferson Starship, but I, I, I listen to, like, Marty Ballin, you know, Miracles, if you believe. Yeah. Heard that song. And basically, I got into Jefferson Starship when uh, Mickey Thomas became the singer in a band, you know, with Jane, Freedom at Point Zero. Yeah. Uh, freaking uh, Modern Times. Uh, yeah. Nuclear they Furniture. Played, yeah, they played um, at my high school with Mickey Thomas, and and so I was able to go. And my sister came um, to pick me up because she wanted to see them live, too. So she just told them that she was a student and they believed her. And, and then she went in and because um, it was only for students only. But no, it was just a free concert. But and it was the sound was kind of loud and um, not a good PA system. But for free to hear Jefferson Starship. Hell, yeah. You you know, um, only only someone who died on the. Uh, I'm sorry, bad joke, but um, I'm, I mean, or, or someone who, who was unconscious on the floor would miss the concert, you know? Um, everyone would have gone to that. Dang, Mickey Thomas had a great voice, though, man. Jane, you say it's all over, you know? Fucking, what a yeah. great voice. That's when I yeah. got into them. That's when they fucking rock with Lay It On The Line, freaking Jane, 
freaking oh. uh, find your way back when Grace came back in on modern for, modern uh, modern oh. times. Uh, if you like that stuff, then later we'll have to do a really obscure Mickey Thomas solo album that that <laughs> nobody's ever heard of. I probably but, never but, even but heard that's of it. later. <laughs> I had a copy, but you know, I'm probably the only person who heard of it. But but anyway, yeah. But no, I I liked the um, I liked this album. I thought that um, the next one with Miracles was kind of. Uh, it was okay, there but was octopus, right? Red octopus. Yeah, red octopus. Everyone yeah. likes that album. I, I, I liked some of it, but to me, this was the ticket. This was the album where they did great. Well, I like Marty Ballin's voice, but fucking Mickey Thomas and Grace Slick are my favorites. You know. So you were just probably whining, saying, "I want to hear Mickey Thomas. Where the hell is he in the song?" And, and <laughs> well, he wasn't in this band. He wasn't yeah, in this I mean, band of Freedom of Point Zero, so I never... Yeah, but I mean, but I mean you, you were probably still thinking it because you were so obsessed with Mickey Thomas. You were like, eh, where, where Mickey, where Mickey? And people saying, shut up, listen uh, to the song. No. Well, I did see <laughs> I did see Starship on Knee Deep in a Hoopla Tour with the outfield opening, and they were pretty got awesome, man. They kicked ass. Oh, okay. You um, know, even though that's the worst song ever in rock and roll is We Built This City. <laughs> yeah, you know, but um, I like it. <laughs> oh, uh, I I know a bunch of drunk bums who like it. Um, and and I haven't seen them in a long time, but they would sit on my couch and burp and get all drunk, and the song would come on and go, "We build the city, we build the city, and that's and that's how they sounded. Yeah, but this video was all over MTV. I fucking love that song. I I, yeah. I think it's because I was a kid. It came out. You know, you you don't get over shit when you're a kid. You still like the music you were when you were a kid. It's like it's like nostalgia. Nostalgia, but fuck, yeah, I even like George Michael, man. I love Wham. <laughs> you know? Do you like Do you like the song? It's Slinky. It's Slinky. A wonderful, wonderful toy. <laughs> it's Slinky. Or or. Um, I tell you, I hate that. I hate fucking sneaky. I can never get bright, it to walk down bright, the damn stairs. The night bright, bright, bright light. You know that night bright, bright light kind of. Um, um, you 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 shook the um, the the thing, and then it it you could draw like etch a sketch. Yeah, I hated you know? etch a sketch because I could never freaking draw, and I hated fucking oh. sneakies because I could never get them to walk down the damn stairs. Oh, wow. Fuck, that shit was a liar. You had to be a fr yeah. or a freaking a freaking Dunkin' Yo-Yo. I couldn't make it walk the dog. No, uh, I had that's, no I had no skills. That's, that's why you like. That's why you don't like a lot of the music from back then because the toys came out right next to the albums, and if you're not gonna hear, not gonna be able to play with the toys, you ain't gonna play that song. I like Shrinky Dinks and GI Joes and Star Wars figures. <laughs> uh, you lost me at Star Wars, but G.I. Joe, um, I always, I always kind of wanted to, um, put them in my pocket, but now we're going somewhere I don't want to keep going to, so. And I love Tonka <laughs> trucks. Oh, yeah, I liked Hot Wheels. Oh, Those Hot Wheels were, really were awesome, cool. I used to have the yeah. one that would, you put it I over. I take back what you said, you like tons of really good music. Yeah. I love the freaking Hot Wheels, man, where you had that loop thing and a go yeah. jump. I had the Dukes of Hazard racetrack, but that shit, I couldn't get General Lee to jump over, so we took it back and got some freaking uh, DC action figures. 
<laughs> oh man. Mm, yeah. What I would have, what I would have loved to have um, a Daisy Duke doll. <laughs> I actually, as my, as I actually saw a doll that was dressed sexy, and I asked my mom, if I could get it, and she looked at me like, "Well, why, why you want that?" And I, I could have just said because I, I think she's pretty, and I want to, you know, play with her, but, but I, I didn't want to admit that, so I just said, "Well, it's, it's, you know, it's because it's something that I want." And then she was like, well, next are you going to tell me that you want to wear a dress? And, and I um, would have said, no, um, I, want, I want maybe the doll to wear a dress, but not me. But well, we Daisy Duke always doll. had her shirt tucked in. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> I, loved, I loved that. I, I, you know, um, man, um, I, I, I used to watch that all the time. And, um, you know, I'm... I should tweet her soon and, 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 and just ask her what was her favorite uniform on Dirk Hazard just to hear her say that the tucked-in shirt, even if, well, I'll just say, which tucked-in shirt did you like the best? And now, and, but then she might not want to answer me. I have to be very careful what I say on Twitter. Yeah, Catherine Bach is awesome, man. I remember her on uh, Battle of the Network Stars, and she was hot back then. Yeah. I didn't see her on anything except Dukes of Hazard, but that's because I I only walk I, I only my my hand could only go to that station, and, <laughs> and, and 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 my hand could only put on that one video, so I never got to see anything else during that time period. All right, well let's get into this album from 1974. It says on Wikipedia, Dragonfly is a 1974 debut album by Jefferson Starship, credited to Grace Slick. Paul Katner, Jefferson Starship. It was a transitional release between the various shifting groups that Slick and Katner have been recording with as Jefferson Airplane dissolved in the early 1970s and a new group that Jefferson Starship began. The album received RIAA Gold certification within six months, selling as well as most Jefferson Airplane albums. Although the single Ride the Tiger only reached 84, on the Billboard charts, the album itself hit number 11. Hyperdrive was used in the opening ceremonies of the 1976 World Science Fiction Convention, Mid-American in Kansas City, Missouri. Wow. And let's get into this album. Let's get to the opening track, Ride the Saga. What do you think of this one? Oh, well, back when this first came out in the early 70s, there was nothing quite like it. Now everybody knows who Craig Chiquico is, but Fuck. back guitar then guy. his guitar sounded like a flying saucer and the music was mean like a tiger. I heard it at my friend Cosmos' house. His dad was really cool and he played it for me and it was a totally new sound. I was about six or seven at the time. It wasn't Duran Duran back then. It was Jefferson <laughs> Starship, baby. And then that's when rock ruled. Great song, still love it. Yeah, it's a great song. I love the harmonies, and I was you said Craig. How do you say his last name? I'm Craig Chiquico. Craig, and I'm not even. Kuchekwa. I'm not even. Well, you you could just say Matty Patinkin, and let let's let's do it like that. Well, <laughs> fuck. I mean, I've I, always liked him since Freedom Point, uh, Freedom at Point Zero, and this yeah. is 1974, and the fucker is shredding like Eddie Van Halen. Yeah, man, that that shows you something. That shows you that there was good music before Van Halen and Guns N' Roses. All you people in my 
Facebook friend list. Oops, sorry. Dude, I don't want to lose any friends. I've always liked him, but this is... I've looked at the year at this album, I go, 1974, and this guy sounds like fucking Eddie Van Halen. I go, yeah. oh my god, he always was a shredder to me, and he always kicked ass, but he was shredding in 1974. It wasn't Jimmy Page, it wasn't Eric Clapton, it was fucking Shred. It wasn't Jimi Hendrix. This guy was shredding before there were shredders. <laughs> and that's what I've been trying to tell people. I know my music. And if you listen to what I want you to hear, I won't spank you. <laughs> well, fucking, I, I knew Craig was a great guitar player. But I looked at the year ago, 1974, and he was doing what he was doing in 79 and fucking 80s. Oh my god, he was way ahead of his time with the fucking guitar shredding. Yep. And I was eight years old Fuck, when this I guy, heard it. This guy needs to be pumped up more. I know he's in a jazz fusion band yeah. right now. Because I, yeah. I follow him on Facebook. I do like oh, this guy. Wow. I yeah. I've always liked him, but fuck, you got me to hear this album. Like I said, I only listened to, like, before Mickey Thomas came in was Miracles. You know, that was it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I listened and to that... Jefferson Airplane with uh, Grace Slick, White Rabbit, and, you know, that shit. And I love that shit, but fuck. Yeah. This is yeah. awesome guitar playing. And Paul Katner's voice, he always rubbed me the little the wrong way. He like, sounds like a fucking oh. hippie. Sounds like a hippie, but fuck, when he blends with everybody, he's good. <laughs> yeah. Kind of like kind of like a, like maybe an Ed Hurt or like um, Tennessee Ernie Ford. Fifteen tons and a tumbling stew. Well, him like and Grace had a like, hot daughter, though. I forgot her name, though. She's oh, yeah, China China, China Wing. China like, Wing Kettner, yeah. She tucks in her shirt. <laughs> oh, I have to find out. Yeah, I, I think I saw, but yeah, I'll have to look. All right, and then we get into the second track, that's for sure. What do you think of this one? This is an interesting one because it shifts from mellow to heavy, but the progression works really well. You first think... Oh, what sort of song is this to go after Ride the Tiger? But then it shows it means business. That's another thing about this album. It has surprises. The band is consistent and sound like they're having fun. This is another awesome song. Try to find another song with this type of groove. Nope, Tesla can't provide stuff like this. Oh, come on. Tesla could do anything they want. <laughs> yeah, they can do what they want, but they won't do this. <laughs> Probably not. Well, I, I, what I said about this, I love the piano, but I wish that they would just have a lead vocalist and not all sing gang vocals. Yeah, oh, yeah, like not like barbershop quartet, like, did you see Susie when I saw Susie? Oh, 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 with a girl. Now, shred, Craig. <laughs> yeah, I, I like this song. I just wish there was just a singer. I don't, because Paul Katner's voice overdoes everybody's. <laughs> yeah, I think, that, I think it's... In, <laughs> yeah, I think it's because they might have thought that, well, who's going to sing lead? I don't know. I don't want to. Why don't you? I don't want to. Why don't we just sing it all together? That way no one can blame the vocalist. Yeah, you know? it, it was weird. <laughs> <laughs> and then we Like get, barbershop rock. Yeah. And then we get to track number three, Be Young You. Yeah. What do you think of this <laughs> one? This is written by Grace Slick. Yeah, the title sounds like a, a title of a song I would try and think of if I was too drunk and accidentally put the words in the wrong order. But this is another really cool song. Grace Slick wrote it. I think the whole thing. She certainly wrote the music. 
it's another mellow to heavy song and the violin works on this really good so far three winners in a row if this doesn't become your favorite album after this review i'm going to have to jump into a big vat of paps blue ribbon and drown out my soberness it's still freedom at point zero of modern times those are my two favorite albums. oh god mickey thomas i'm a i'm a freaking mickey thomas nut swinger You'd probably go to the rare cheese shop and order Velveeta. I, dude, I hate Velveeta. That cheese is the worst unless you mix it with Rotel <laughs> and make nachos. Oh, oh, okay. I've tried the freaking Velveeta mac and cheese. It's freaking terrible. Okay, Ugh. well then, yeah. Well, all right. Well, I have. I'll have to get so drunk that I can't turn off the station. And then I'll listen to Freedom at point zero all the way through. Okay, but you have to tell me your three favorite songs. I forgot because I'm a little... Okay, um, why don't we then um, make them um, Ride the Tiger. Okay. Um, um, that's for sure. Dang. And Devil's Den. Okay, so right now on the Freeform Rock Podcast, we're going to play Ride the Tiger, and that's for sure because I messed up and didn't ask him his songs before we did this. But so, they work well together, so you did good. Yep, let me find my... my what? Where did it go? Okay, so right now on the Freeform Rock Podcast, here's Ride the Tiger, and that's for sure, and we'll be back on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
Okay, that was Ride the Tiger, and that's for sure. And right now we were talking about uh, mm. to be young be you. I didn't give my opinion yeah. on that yet. You did. So be okay. young you. What did I have? I said I said finally Grace graces us with her voice. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I I think the violin is cool in here. I didn't. I thought um, Kansas was the only one to use violin and rock. This is freaking yeah. awesome. I, I love it. It's a cool song. I wouldn't skip it, but I do love Grace's voice, so I would just listen to it for the violin and Grace's voice. Freaking love her yeah, voice. Yeah, that's that's fair. Yeah, and then we get into the big track of the album, which is Caroline. What do you think of this one? Well, this is considered to be one of their classics. The only song Marty Ballon was on during this time, he didn't really want to do anything musically, and Paul Kantner sort of pleaded with them to at least do one song, so Marty said, Oh, damn it, okay, shut up already, I'll do it. And then he was in the group full-time for the next album, Red Octopus. The beginning is like the mellow beginnings of the other two songs before it. The beginning drags for me, but when the rocking heavy part comes, it's one of the better songs Jefferson Airplane did. Marty wrote the words and Paul Kantner wrote the music. There's a hell of a lot of words, but it's still a great song. Yeah, I think Paul Kattner was a musical genius. I just didn't really care for his voice. It just sounded yeah. It sounded just like fucking. I wanted to go protest or something. He's like Mr. Protest oh. guy, you know. Oh, okay. Uh -huh. And I'm not into that crap. I I mm. protest silently and I I just help people around me. That's how I protest. Yeah. And you you could pro you could have protested by just going to his concert and saying. Paul wants me to protest, so I protest him. Get him out of the concert. All right. You know? 
But I, I like this song. I love Marty Marty's voice because Miracles. And I go, oh, fuck, there's Marty. Right on. I love this. It's a yeah. cool song. I think it's got a good groove, and I love the piano in it. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, before we get to the next track, because that's the third and last track we're going to play off this album, is Devil's Den. So here's Devil's Den on the Freeform Rock. Queen. 
That was Devil's Den. What did you think of that song? Oh, well, Papa John Creech wrote the music to this one, and Grace Slick wrote the words. Papa John makes the violin rock hard. It's hard to do it, but he does it. This is one of my favorites. Side one starts strong, but side two has the great opener where the real magic comes on this song. I used to dance to this when I was a young kid. Yeah, this song is my favorite song off the album. I, I right love on. Grace Slick's voice. I love the violin. It is my favorite. I, who's Papa John Creech? Who's the member? I never even looked at the member. He's, he was a violin player. Electric violin, yeah. It's Grace Slick, yeah. vocals, piano, Papa John yeah. Creech, electric violin, Craig Chiquico, lead guitar, parquet, and rhythm and vocals, Dan, David Freeberg, keyboards, piano, Pete Sears. Yeah. This guy's always in this band, isn't he? And um, John... Yeah. Barbetta drums and percussion. Yeah. You know, Do you want to dance to this song later? Maybe. I, I need to get my, my, my girlfriend Diane and we could dance to it and make out. Damn it, so you're not going to dance with me. Okay, fine. Damn it. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Lee. You're all the way uh, okay. in New York, man. I can't I can't get there right now. Okay, well, well, we can be there in spirit. Well, I told you if you ever come to California, I'll get you into Disneyland for free. Right on. I... I well, I, I'd just be more happy if you bought me some 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 vodka. That would be my Disneyland. But I'd still <laughs> want to see you. I mean, I'd still insist on the vodka, but I'd be still happy that you bought it for me. Yeah, you and Bill Wayne should come to down to Disneyland, man. We could have a party. Yeah, they, yeah. they serve alcohol in California Adventure. We could go to the Cove Bar. And get really oh, wasted. Oh wow, that's cool. Can yeah. I see Mickey and Goofy act act like? A goofy guy drinking Mickey's. <laughs> uh, maybe if you're if you're goofed out, then they might look goofed out to you. <laughs> oh, okay. Right. Oh, okay. And then we get into num track number six, "Come to Life." What do you think of this one? This was my favorite song on here growing up. Now it's not my absolute favorite, only because I've heard it too many times. But I still enjoy it. I will not call it a filler tune, not at all, but. It's now more of a eight or a nine on my scale instead of a ten. I think it's a cool song. I wouldn't skip it. It's cool. I do think it's a filler track. Yeah, I can see. Yeah, and then we get into track number seven, All Fly Away. What do you think of this one? Another song that was my favorite growing up, and it has somewhat lost its absolute favorite status with me, but... I still really enjoy it. It's a well-written song. It, it I, I kind of feel about the same way I feel about Come to Life. Yeah, I think this is a great song. I love this song. It's my second favorite off the album. Wow. I, I love the harmonies. I love the way they sing together on this. Paul Katner doesn't irritate me. And freaking, there's some songs on Freedom at Point Zero where he sings lead, and I go, fucking shut up. Uh, I don't really care for his voice. It's like, nah, 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 to me, it's like, but, nah, this, nah, nah, nah. Yeah. but this one is okay. This one is okay. I do like this song. It's cool. Right on. It's my right second on. favorite. And then we get it into the cool. last track on the album, which was written by Slick and music by Pete Sears. Yeah. Hyper Drive. What do you think of this one? I never liked this growing up. I thought it was boring. <coughs> it's, it's now a song I like more of Pete Sears contribution he was in Silver Meter and some other groups I never really liked but he is a really good keyboard player um, this has a progressive sound that at the time was beyond me 
but now it sounds almost like something Rush would have listened to before going off to Progland themselves. It's not my favorite song on here by any means, and the middle part is pretty boring. But I do like it better than I did back then. Well, it is the longest song on the album at 7 minutes and 44 seconds. And yeah. it is pretty proggy, is yeah. why I probably like it a lot. And yeah. I think it's cool, and it sounds like a song that Rush would do. Yeah. <laughs> Except I, I, I think do. the lyrics would have been better with Peart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, I feel like um, Jefferson Starship had like seven minutes to kill, and so they started to play this, and they went, well, and they were looking at the clock, and that's why they were kind of keep playing the, 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 until the seven-minute mark. Then, good, we got a whole album. Now we can put this on, and it will be right. I think it's a cool track. I think it's a good way to end the record, and I like sci-fi shit. Yeah. You know I love Rush, so fuck. <laughs> this song is awesome. Yeah. So that was the 1974 album Dragonfly, and thanks for getting me to listen to this. And now I want to listen. But you said Red Octopus isn't really that good. Well, you'd probably like it because um, a lot of what you like I don't, and so um, I'm going to recommend it to you. If you like Miracles, you'll like the other pieces of Elvita on it. <laughs> I'll listen to yeah. it. I have another month left of my free uh, trial of. Uh, iTunes music actually, is pretty cool. So actually, "Fast Buck Freddy" is an interesting song, and "Get Finland's really good. Okay, so cool. yeah, yeah. There's 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 a couple of really good songs on there. Well, do you have any album recommendations for our fans? And you need to pick a track of the week. Okay. Um, I'm um. Give me give me just maybe thirty seconds while I go blah, 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 to think of one. I'm gonna look up really quickly on my album playlist. Uh, how about there was a group called HP Lovecraft, and they were from the '60s, and they had a first album, and they had songs like "Wayfaring Stranger." in the drifter and they had one called the white ship and and the time machine and they were kind of interesting and they were you know i like well it's 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 a kind of a cool 60s trip album you know it's not maybe like world shaking or anything it's it's just kind of a fun album but if 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 you're sitting at home and you're drunk and you have a good sound system and you listen to it you'll like it it's it's pretty hot so what was the name and, of the song again oh um well that well that was the name of the album hp lovecraft okay and and do you want me to pick one from that album or well, one you, from well you, you could say that's your album recommendation or you could also pick a track because we're going to play two tracks one from you one for me uh, all right um I, why not? Let's let's um, pick one from H.P. Lovecraft. So then, when people hear me talk about it, they know that you know, not like oh, I I'm recommending this album, but I'm not gonna pick a song from it. Well, then why you recommend it? Uh, you know, so so the Drifter. The Drifter. Yeah. All right, we'll play the Drifter, and then I have an album I'm gonna pick. It's a self-titled album from Lynch Mob. 
with uh, Robert Mason on vocals, and I'm going to pick a track off that album. It's my track of the week called Dream Until Tomorrow. Freaking, mm. I love that track. It's kind of a ballad, but it has a great guitar solo on it by George Lynch. I freaking love mm. Robert Mason's voice. I do love Oni Logan, the original singer of Lynch Mob, and the one who's in there now, but Robert Mason, he's also in Warrant, and I'm just going to plug their new album, Larder, Louder, Harder, Faster. It fucking kicks ass. Can love that record right too, but I'm gonna pick a Robert Mason track from the Lynch Mob era, "Dream Until Tomorrow." So, uh, and okay. also we have uh, Lee has the Lee Gershman show on Sp- Spreaker, yep. right? Yep. So check yep. out his podcast on Spreaker if you, and also you have Doctor Fuck on there a lot. So, fucking if people like Ralph Fierro, man, get on there and check that show out. Plus, Lee is freaking awesome too. And he and just had a you. birthday, dude, and I just want to say happy birthday to you again. Hey, thank you so much. You know, wow, it, it, it was a really cool birthday. You know, um, a lot of hot-looking women, a couple of them smiled at me when I think was asking, are, are you um, in our group? You know, because I was like, like they, I think they were waiting for someone. They said I looked like someone who was in their group. And, mm-hmm. and, and she was a shirt tucker, and so... Um, some of the shirt tuckers are really cool, but but it's like I I didn't want to say yeah I'm in your group, and then when they say oh do you have the paper I go uh, what 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 do you mean and they go ew you're an imposter get away creep so I didn't do that <laughs> but but it was really fun and nice um and and the students oh oh <laughs> oh I I I gave I I gave um couple of my stories to the um shirt tucking women at the um bookstore there were a couple who had their shirt tucked in that that looked really hot and and because they work in a bookstore they're gonna like stories so i printed up a couple of my story i printed up my stories and i gave it to them and they took them because you know they like literature so i'm hoping that they'll email me um not not saying they will but that's something to look forward to that's when you when you're in new york there's a lot of things to do you would probably look for um, um, burgers and boobs, um, or, or or whatever. You know, you you just well, maybe may, well, well, you have a girlfriend, so you wouldn't have to do that. But but you might look for burgers, and then you might f- look for boob heads to drink beer with you, and and that would be interesting. But you know, there's a, a lot of stuff to do in New York, and 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 if you ever went down there, um, I'm I'm sure you'd like it. Yeah, I, I probably would. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I always wanted to go to New York. Well. Thank oh yeah. You, thank you, Lee, for being on here again, and we're gonna play H.P. Lovecraft, the Drifter, and then we're gonna play yeah. Lynch Mob, Dream Until Tomorrow. So, and next week, um, I want to do, if he is dead, where everybody's saying he's dead, but even if he isn't dead, I want to do the last DJ by Tom Petty and Heartbreak Heartbreakers. Okay. Sure. Because I really do love that album, and I think that album needs a lot of love. I'll I'll be into doing it. All right, man. So till next All week, right. Lee, you guys have a great day. And here's HP Lovecraft, the Drifter, and Warrant Dream Until Tomorrow on the Freeform Rock Podcast. Keep rocking. And what did Casey Kasem used to say? And reach for the stars, right? <laughs> right on. All, All right. right, man. Take it easy. Okay. Bye. Take care. the
shade of your old apple orchard I want your big trucks rolling by now I shared a great solo with a man from Dakota I seen a jukebox in July now I'm a drifter in town now I pass by him and I'll die him so stranger will lower me down yeah I played basketball through the hoop of a barrel I struggled to learn how to swim now was a baby But I only pretend I was him now I only pretend I was him now I'm a drifter I'm a loner I've seen every city in town now I pass by him Sailing out of your harbors I swap dirty jokes with your butchers and barbers I think silent thoughts while the jukebox is playing And all of the time my own heart is saying You're a drifter City in town now. You pass by him and you'll die him. Some stranger will lower you down,
many miles away Thoughts of you fear my empty I spend the empty hours Hearing the last words you say A thousand days between us A thousand nights we spent apart
Here come the promos. Here's some podcasts that I like to listen to. The Rock and Metal Combat Podcast. The Pods and Sods Network. Rock Talk with Mitch LaFon. Talk to me. Talking Metal. The Eddie Trunk Podcast. The Cassius Morris Show. The Plug with DJ Sin, Mountain Man, and my, bu- my brother, the Big Bushy. Big Bushy Power Hour, which is on Sundays, which will you'll hear a promo for, and the Vieira Vault. And last but not least, Podkiss with the Podfather Ken Mills, man. Check them out. They kick ass. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. I wanna rock. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. You gotta fight for your right. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. We've got Bush. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. That's right, bangers. Cold beer, hot women, loud music, and copious amounts of hairspray and spandex. Every Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern, the Big Bushy Power Hour is the biggest party on that metal station. Hey, this is Lee Gerstmann, and if you like to hear some stuff that's like, you don't know what it's going to be, and even if it's stuff that I don't even know what it's going to be, check me out on what I call the Lee Gerstmann Show, and it's just me doing reviews or me doing horsing around or whatever I'm doing. Check it out, please. You have just listened to the Freeform Rock Podcast. All music played on the Freeform Rock Podcast belongs to its owner. If you like it, go out and buy it. Get your music on Amazon, iTunes, or at your local record store. Support what you love. Support the artists by seeing them live. Purchase their music. The Freeform Rock Podcast is not affiliated with any of the artists or music that we play. Thank you for listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast. You'll see you on the next episode. Until next time, stay free and rock on.